The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. As the first anniversary of the Chrysler explosion draws near, the community is preparing to commemorate the tragedy with a memorial service followed by a private mass in Donegal tomorrow. Even though a year has passed, the memory of this incident will forever stay with all of those in Chrysler and connected with it. Joining me now is uh, Stadliage Star, uh, Irish international and a Donegal native with close connections to Chrysler, Amber Barrett. Amber, good morning. Good morning, Pat. The last year has been a very tough one for Chrysler in Donegal um, and a very mixed year for you, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's still hard to believe it's been a year since um since the explosion in Chrysler and that you know, I know I know for sure that the, the community is still rebuilding the pieces of what was lost that day and I think it's gonna take a little bit of time as well. And for me personally I think it's as you as you said, it's been a very mixed year, but I think, you know, when it comes to an anniversary like this you just have to reflect so much on, on what happened this time last year. The the village itself, it's a, it's a tiny place really, but it, it seemed to have a great heart at the centre of the community and at the place where the explosion took place was really the crossroads for, for everyone to meet. It was, and I think when you talk about the heart of a, of a town or the heart of a village, I think that area was because it's where people went to collect the post, it's where they went to get the pension, it's where they went to get the newspaper and I think that was the story of so many players that day that, you know, or so many people that day is that they were they were there for those basic needs and then just never came out again and, you know, for the, the workers of that day, they went in for a normal day of work and, you know, some of them have been left with, you know, lifelong now injuries and scars that they'll never be able to get rid of and it just it seems like such an ordinary day for so many but it turned into one of disaster and heartbreak now i know you're in touch all the time but do you get home much to chrysler um so i've been i've been through it once since since the event over last christmas but other than that there it's it's been hard to get back between i think as you can understand a lot of the world cup preparation made it difficult to get home but I think that it's certainly going to be something that I will be spending my time at Christmas down with my with my uncle again. Yeah. And um, what are they telling you though about the mood in the in the village because we still haven't got a definitive reason as to what happened and why. Yeah, I think that's been the biggest part of it, Pat. I think that people are still left so many questions and, and very little answers and I think until anything has been properly investigated and they have an answer to, to those questions I think there's just still a lot of confusion about what happened and how it happened and not on that day and I think that the town itself and the people there's still a numbness around them and I think that's going to that's going to be something that takes a lot of time to mend but I also think that hopefully over the next few years, having the results of an inquiry would also provide a little bit of comfort to those who lost people on that day. Now, the investigation is still ongoing and uh, there are various Garda uh, divisions involved in the investigation, but no inquest can even take place until the guards have said our investigation is complete. Yeah, so th- that's what I mean. Like, there's still so many questions that that are being posed and just don't have the answers to. And 
I suppose it, it's a time thing as well. And in these situations, you can understand why people become impatient because they just want to know. And, you know, it's not just the people who lost people, but it's people that, you know, had, you know, life changing injuries as a result or people that were there on the day that had to do so much work to help their neighbours and their family through what had happened. And I think until they have those results, I think that it's going to be a, it's going to be a slow time with everybody to be recovering properly because I think until they have the answers, um, they won't really be able to move on just yet. Mm. Now, there is a memorial service and a commemoration which is going to happen at the site of the explosion. That'll be on Saturday, uh, tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock and then there'll be a mass offered at half past seven uh, later on. And I'm sure your thoughts will be with all the people uh, at those moments. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's the I think the memorial service is close enough to the time of what the explosion was this time last year, and I think for me I can still remember so vividly that day. So I think that there's no there's no other way that I'll be able to think about anything except except Chrysler for the memorial, and it's um it is really it's really powerful that. I know that there's going to be such a big turnout at it and it just shows the strength and the power of the community that's there and the support that's been, you know, constantly ever flowing through since this time last year. Now, there's another anniversary coming up, um, which is one I'm sure of mixed emotions, and that is you scoring the goal in Hampden Park on the 11th of October, which got us to the World Cup. Yeah, it's um, unfortunately, Pat, for me, it's these these two celebrations in a way are going to be hand in hand. I think the the celebration of the life and memory of the people that passed away is going to be, you know, accompanied with what we achieved in Hamden Park a few days later. And yeah, of course, for me, it was still such a, a magical moment, but it's going to be very hard to separate the two. And it's kind of, it's in a way, it's it's very weird being able to look back now on the achievement of qualification, knowing the World Cup experience has come and gone. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be in a very interesting few days. We spoke to you last year uh, after that famous goal and uh, you dedicated it to the people of Donegal, the people of Chrysler. But in the moment when you scored that goal, you were in a zone, you were calm. Yeah, and probably quite unlike me, to be honest, Pat, because I'm, you know, I'm somebody that a goal, even in a a training game, means so much to me. And I think if that had been any other moment, knowing that what happened the days before didn't happen, I think that you, you could have said that my reaction would have been a lot more extreme. But to be honest with you, I think that the the calmness that fell over me was the realization that, you know, this was. This we were only kind of scratching the surface about what was really important in life and what was what was so meaningful. And for me, the Chrysler story dominated my time over the, those few days and even the day of the preparation to the game. And that's something I've spoke about a lot. And I I'm I'm still absolutely convinced that the universe worked for me that day. And I think that the Chrysler roots, you know, shone that night. And I think the the memory of those people that died was definitely with us and helped us to get to that magical place of qualifying for a World Cup. And then, of course, uh, the World Cup came along. Uh, What are your reflections on uh, how how the World Cup went for you? Because uh, when you look at uh, how you exited, it was certainly with honour. There's no question about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, getting a point in your first World Cup from a very tough Nigeria team who, as you've seen, went on to prove very, very difficult to many sides, including England, 
Um, I think the only thing that we think is that the first game, especially in, in Sydney, is one that we really, really missed out on because I think if we were starting with a positive result, whether it be a point or a three points, I think that would have given us a massive lift going into the next couple of games. And I think we had an unfortunate penalty against us that day. But again, I think then the response from the players for Katie to score the first ever World Cup goal for Ireland. And those are memories that I'll never forget. But I do think, and it's, it's, the, it's the common theme in the team, is that we believe that we um, we could have done better than what we did. And I think that's just, you know, there'll always be that what if kind of hanging over us now. But mm. that's also part of football. And maybe that's the learning experience that comes from being in your debut tournament. Yeah, um, the departure of Vera was that something that you uh, regretted, or was it time? It's, it's it's quite hard to answer that because I think you know sometimes in football when when managers leave, they, they people look back at what they achieved and kind of say, well, how could they let them go when they've achieved so much? And that will never leave us with Vera. Vera was the manager that got us to a World Cup, and we will never forget that and the improvements that we've seen as a team. You know, came. And we're so clear to see for all that we became a team that was no no team found it easy against us, even the world's best. And I think now that we've seen that, you know, Eileen has come in and she's just brought another lease of life to us. And I think that was just the way it was going. And that's a no disrespect to Vera or anything that she did with us. I just think at the end of the day, like with everything, you know, change can be a very positive thing and it can bring it can bring a new energy to people. And I think that's exactly what we have right now. So um, there's definitely more pressure on us now to achieve because of that, of what the legacy that Vera left. So that's one that we'll be working very hard to live up to. Yeah. And uh, two pretty emphatic wins. Yes, exactly. And I think that's the perfect way to, to have started those those two games. And I think for me, Pat, I have to commend to commend the crowd and the fans at the Aviva for the first game was something it was it was so special and so electric it was like something I've I've never experienced before and even comparing it in a way to the Sydney experience but this was our own Sydney experience and it just shows you the growth of women's football and what we're what we're possible to achieve and what we can achieve in the long run so um, I think it's definitely something that we can look to build on and hopefully over the next few months more success with that and then hopefully then more games in the Aviva. Yeah. By the way, do you think there's a special needle? I mean, you're a Donegal woman, um, you're therefore an Ulster woman and playing against Northern Ireland. <laughs> I'm not sure how mixed the feelings are there. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's always like the for me. It's like the local derby in a way because a lot of the girls that were would have I would have played against at underage, even through the cross border competitions and everything. So there's there's kind of that relationship with players. You know, for a while, Donegal players had to go into the north to play because the women's league in Donegal wasn't so good. So I suppose there's that kind of relationship with everything. But um, no, I'm very I'm very proud to be to be playing for the Republic of Ireland Pat there's no doubt about that and finally I should ask about your club life how is that going? It's been very positive so it has we've um, we've started the season very well and we're we're sitting joint top and we play the the, play, the team that's joined top with us at the weekend so I'm getting more game time I'm back scoring goals so Pat to be honest with you that's a good combination for me It's a very good combination and uh, even as we speak I know uh, that uh, the weekend Chrysler will not be far from your thoughts uh, right through this coming weekend but Amber I appreciate you taking the time to take our call today Not a bother Pat thank you so so much The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.